We're giving you more than just the 411. This is the Harrisburg 412 podcast. Coming to you from Southern Sioux Falls and Harrisburg, South Dakota. We continue to celebrate CTE Month here in the Harrisburg School District with our fourth HHS CTSO, DECA. And that certainly was a mouthful of acronyms, so I will explain them here. HHS, Harrisburg High School's CTSO, Career and Technical Student Organization, DECA, the Distributive Education Clubs of America, is joining us today. They are an association of marketing students that encourage the development of business and leadership skills through academic conferences and competitions. We will once again turn it over to Mrs. Breanne Lynch, our CTE coordinator for the Harrisburg School District, who will interview our students and their advisor today, Mrs. Lynch. All right, so we are here with Harrisburg High School DECA and their advisor, Mrs. Christy Dan Sisson. If you could share your name, your office, and maybe the highlight of DECA for you so far. So uh, my name is Evan Grant, and I'm the Vice President of Leadership. And I think so far the highlight of my DECA experience has been uh, competing in the state competitions. It's just been a lot of fun, and I've been able to hear like a lot of people um, speak on you know, wide ranges of like what they do in business and stuff like that. So, My name's Isaac Donnellan. I'm the DECA president this year. I'm a senior as well. And I think my favorite highlight from DECA so far was competing last year in the state DECA competition. I competed with Evan and we did an event where we had to act like financial advisors to a judge. And the judge asked us various questions and then we kind of acted as if we were advising the judge. So that was very fun. Great. Um, my name is Mrs. Danceson, and I am the DECA advisor. And I would say, um, for- unfortunately, I haven't participated in the state competition yet, but I'm looking forward to it. It comes, uh, It's coming up here in February on the 27th. So um, my highlight has been really getting to uh, lead the store, our student store called the Roar Store, and working with the students to develop their skills with customer service and um, just learning how to run a store and then integrating some of the things that we do in the store into uh, my classes like accounting um, and things like that. Okay, so you talked about the Roar Store, which is like this hot thing, right, in Harrisburg High School. It's where the froyo and the coffee comes from. So that's exciting. So can somebody give me the 411? How did this all come about? Because it's not every day that a high school has access to frozen yogurt and espresso in their their commons area. So I someone can correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe it was two years ago, the Roar Star started off as just being a Froyo machine and the room. And so we sold Froyo for two fifty a cup and we've kept the price at that. And then as the years went on, we kind of expanded the store. Last year at the, near the end of the year we got chips. Cheetos and this year we got sodas and bubblers and we started making cookies and lattes and it basically just expanded as as time went on and it's grown into a huge thing that the students can work in to gain more skills in business. I would I would love to give a shout out to uh, Mr. Ryan Kroger, who is the prior DECA leader, and um, his vision that he had for this Roar Store, um, not just his vision, but the other CTE leaders uh, or CTSO leaders, um, because it doesn't the store doesn't happen just with DECA, um, but the the other groups that will be 
highlighted in this podcast have all had a piece of that that you hear, you heard about food products. Um, there are things that our pro start puts together um, and things like that. But, you know, really the vision behind the store was to have something real and something that can impact students um, where they see a business in the real world. They see um, how decisions are made. They see not everything is exciting and fun, but you have to decide um, what to get. We got Tigerware this year. That's a big item. Okay, Tigerware. Tigerware. What's Tigerware? Oh, the anything that has the Harrisburg logo. You've got sweatshirts and t-shirts, and we just got some sweatpants in. Um, and that's you know everybody has to have their gear to wear to games. So that was something that we added. Um, and the marketing classes last year got to spend time with the distributors looking at what was offered and they sat down and said, hey, this is what's hot in the market right now and make some choices based on that information. And I mean, how cool is that? Yeah. And stuff flew off the shelves, right? You hit up those freshmen hard with that freshman orientation, right? They're they're the captive audience and, and also the location of the Roar store, right? It's in the Freshman Academy Commons area. So it's close. Um, and I would say that's probably one of your target markets, right? If you look at the business education aspect of what the Roar store has brought about. So being a former business educator, I love the Roar store. It's fantastic. What do you think some of the greatest learning outcomes or maybe DECA-like experiences have been because of the Roar store? Well, I think one of the biggest things that students learn in the store is just how to run a shop because you learn a lot of experience through just learning all the activities that you need to do, like making cookies, making coffee, making froyo, and also the money side. You have to learn how to run a cash register. You have to learn how to take people's checks and things like that. So that really gives people some experience in managing a store. So you've talked about Froyo cookies and coffee, and you have a business partner, um, either you know a wholesale distributor or a business partner that made those things possible. So Mrs. Dancison, can you speak to those a little bit? Um, yeah, and um, might hear a little bit of this through the ProStart uh, group as well, but we have a partnership with Cafea um, here in the area that we have all of our beans come from them and, and they provide us with uh, great prices and the ability to um, market for them uh, because everybody likes their coffee and then they get business from outside uh, the school as well. Um, let's see, you know, we, our standard vendors like Coke and Pepsi have done really great work with us um, to deliver, um, add us to their delivery. And um, even when we only need a couple cases of soda, they're right there smiling and bringing them to us just because they like the idea of the store. So at one time, the DECA program was the number one grocer of Annie's frozen yogurt in the Midwest region. I believe that's still a true fact. Still a true fact. Yeah. And so the amount of Froyo that is sold in the halls of Harrisburg High School is a little bit insane. So there's multiple flavors. It's not just one offering. And, you know, you guys get to help determine some of those things as well. So the Roar Store has been a great success story. Let's transition more back into different DECA opportunities. So when I attend a state leadership conference, for example, Evan, what what do I get to see as a member of DECA? Uh, yeah. So like last year, we had people speak from like the USD, the business school there. Um, you know, you get to hear people from all backgrounds talk about um, like the speaker last year from USD talked about how she got her PhD in uh, economics and how she's like gone through her career with that. And aside from that, there's a lot of different stations with different judges. Like how I touched on earlier, we were a financial advisor to our judge. There's a lot of different stations like that where people are doing events and 
competing in different things to their judges. Um, yeah, in fact, um, I made a note here of the different uh, clusters that there are for competition within the DECA organization. And um, there's business and administration, finance, you know, those two kind of go hand in hand, entrepreneurship, um, hospitality, and then marketing. So all of the DECA students, I think, have a different, um, they all have different personalities, of course, but they're all looking at these different areas, and some of them want to go into sports marketing. And so that's where they really focus. Some of them are interested in the finance and um that's, you know, like these two here that are sharing. So it's fun to see how their different personalities play into how they choose their events and things like that. Um, the other thing that these guys uh, didn't mention because it's new this year, they're going to do a community service project um, at the conference as well. So while people... Uh, the layout of the conference, um, when you come in, there's a speaker, and then we'll have the community service. That goes on simultaneously as the students are going out and competing. So you might have a you know a 15-minute window where you're gone from that and you go compete. Um, so that they thought that would be fun to put the community service um, together. Sounds awesome. I got to see the DECA conference in action last year. I got to come and present a session, so that was really fun. So it's really fun to see students that are focused inside of the business sector, especially that finance sector. We think it's kind of a little bit boring and antiquated, but we still know that business is the number one four-year college major across the country. So knowing that there are still so many students that are going to business school, right, that want that degree in a, in a business area, it's really important that we have the DECA program here in Harrisburg to help launch some of those experiences as well. Um, what are some of the service opportunities may be available for DECA students right here in Harrisburg? Well, one of the things you can do for DECA State is you can actually sign up for a service event. So I know two years ago when I first joined DECA, our group's event was a school-wide food drive. So what we did was we organized the drive. We reached out to teachers and told them that we're going to set a box outside your door or we're going to go around door-to-door and take the food that the students had brought and they put them outside the door. And that was a big success. And then we took it over to the Harrisburg Food Pantry. Um, we So this wasn't specific to DECA, but we did have um, here at Harrisburg, we have a senior project where students are encouraged to go do a community service um, activity and then come back and, and report how that impacted the community, how it changed them. Um, and it's just a great thing to to have them see the big picture. Um, not everything is just about finance and about your grades. It's about being a, a well-rounded human being that's and, what we and want, giving right? back. This is, this is well-rounded Give, human yes, beings. right? I mean, yes. that's, that's maybe simplifying it a lot, but that's the end goal when you leave high school. So um, this year we were um, we partnered with Joey Nielsen, who's also a DECA member, one of our uh, leaders as well. And his senior project was to have the Roar store give two days of their profit to the food pantry. I guess the food pantry is probably big fans of DECA at this point since we've <laughs> done a couple of projects to them. But um, yeah, so that's not something we had done in the past. That's new. And it it worked out really well. Um, I think the store itself gave about $880. But then his project, uh, he went out and got other businesses in the area, maybe uh, Mrs. Lynch, you could give a couple of the names of who donated, but they said, hey, we'll match profits and things like that. So we gave almost $3,000 in the end through Joy's project to the food pantry, which is fantastic. Yeah. So anytime you're working in a nonprofit sector, right? So all of our CTSOs 
technically we have our trust and agency accounts through the school district, but the goal is that that money needs to come out of there eventually some somehow to support your program, but then also to benefit those in our community. And so the beauty of those service project is you get to take the funds that you've raised and really benefit kids, community projects, those types of things. Um, and so when you can find those matching donors, that's when your impact really starts to multiply. So Joey got to, I got to work with Joey a little bit along with Mrs. Dan Sisson and Mrs. Rombo through the Roar store give back and find some uh, donors that were able to multiply the revenues of the store. And so when you sit down and think that the Roar store clears about 400 ish dollars per day on a good day, I mean, it's, it's close to that. Mrs. Dan Sisson and I have done the math um, $400 a day, can make a huge impact to something like an area food pantry or, you know, a clothing drive or baby products needs or feminine products needs. Like we know that those are drives going on in our communities and and that those dollars are significant. And then when you can find matching sponsorships to go along with that, your your dollar really goes a lot further. So it's a super cool project to work with Joey and to benefit the Harrisburg area food pantry. And I think it's a good way to show how DECA and a senior project and the Roar store and service learning can all come together to really create a, a really powerful and moving project. Um, the story was picked up by the Sioux Valley News. Um, so it's it's something that just continues to grow and spread. A lot of goodwill. goodwill. In fact, we are looking at doing a service project similar to what Joey did um, twice a year. So like maybe a, a fall semester project and a spring semester project. Um, where we give back to something that is in dire need in the community because it was so successful and it everybody wants to give back and then you get busy and you're doing your homework and you're you're doing you know and you're you're just living life so this is a way that maybe we can push that and we can give the students an opportunity to maybe look at organizations that are out there and and identify something with a need and, and go for it. Yeah, just spend some money on Froyo and you're helping a good cause, right? That's the messaging we it's want to. It's a it's a win-win-win. Um, well, let's say I'm a freshman or sophomore, maybe haven't really found my place yet. Maybe I tried some sports or other clubs and groups and I, I took a business class and I really love that. How do I get involved? How do I become a DECA member? Oh, uh, yeah. So the first step to becoming a DECA member is honestly just talking to either a member of the leadership team or Miss D. Uh, you could always sit in on our uh, DECA meetings. They happen every other Thursday at 730 in Miss D's room, B238. So... Uh, yeah, I think that's the best way to get started. What if I'm a little timid? Like, it might be intimidating to walk into that room. How can I feel a little bit more comfortable? Who should I talk to? Well, you can always start off by just sending an email to Miss D. And then we can always talk to you. Like, if you want to set up a meeting with one of the officers, so it's just one-on-one. -on -one. You don't have to go there with the whole group. We can kind of explain what the group does, and then you can go to a meeting if you would like. What do you focus on during your meeting time, Mrs. D? Um, of late, we've been focusing on um, a couple of current events. Uh, these gentlemen here in the room have done a very good job of going out and finding, you know, what's really happening in our world right now, uh, whether it's economics, finance, uh, different things like that, and pulling that into the meeting to kick us off. So everybody's got an interest in that, obviously, if they're in DECA, um, and that's been a benefit. Uh, we talk about uh, what's going on with our program, fundraising, um, what's coming up, like our uh, leadership and things like that. Um, and in fact, if I can just it's a great segue to something I did want to talk about and and get out there is that um, I have I teach personal finance here at the school as well and and other business classes so I see um, a very big cross section of the school because that is a graduation requirement and I am 
very surprised at the number of people I hear say, I want to start a business. I want to be my own boss. I'm going to do a side gig business or, you know, even side it hustles. side hustles, a big deal. Um, or they, they want to be a doctor or dentist, but they want to run their own practice. Well, hey, that's a business. Um, so when I look at it and I see all these students, I feel like we should have hundreds of people in our DECA program, you know, not 20, 30, 40. Um, so that's something that I really want to focus on here in the, in the coming years is that if you are even thinking about doing a business in any way, shape or form, this is a great start for you, this and some of the business classes that we offer here at the school. Um, and to do that, um, I would like to add on amplifier meetings a little bit um, as we go forward and maybe bring in some of those business leaders out in our community that um, are in these clusters that I mentioned, you know, like some entrepreneurs that we know, oh, they're all over the place and, and get them to come into our meetings and add that to our current events, you know, a live person where they can see hey, this is feasible. This is this is realistic for me. Yeah. So any of our listeners that are picking up this podcast, if you'd be interested in interacting with our DECA program, either at a monthly meeting or just in some way in a class, something like that, please reach out. There'll be a link and contact information in the show notes of this podcast, as well as the other CTSO celebration podcasts. But I agree, Mrs. Dances, and in a Harrisburg High School, in a student body population of close to 1,700, we should have easily 100 kids in DECA, right? Mm -hmm. We're mm -hmm. going to get there. Yeah. Well, there's been a lot of focus um, on uh, the store getting set up. And we had, you know, I think all of our um, student organizations suffered a little bit when we were out of school and, you know, at home schooling and things like that. So, um, you know, we're back. We're ready to go. I've got a great group of seniors at, that are at leadership this year. And boy, we're going to miss them next year. You know, we've got to get those underclassmen in and get them get them rolling you know, to continue marching forward. But it sounds like there's a place for everybody, even if I'm just new and I don't have a lot of experience, but if I want to try business or if I just have an interest in it, or maybe crypto was the thing, or I just, something in the news piqued my interest, I should definitely stop by and check out a meeting. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. There are six, you know, very successful DECA programs in the Sioux Falls, the surrounding schools as well. So that's something I'd like to see in the future as well. And, and, I just haven't experienced it yet, that partnership maybe between some of us uh, larger schools in the area to get to know each other a little bit better, maybe ride to some conferences together. Um, I'd like to see that grow because these kids all know each other from sporting events and different things like that. So maybe we can have a little bit more interaction and, and grow the programs that way. Can you highlight the CTSO revitalization grant and how the CTSOs at Harrisburg High School are coming together to really provide some rich experiences for students in DECA and other organizations? Yes. Um, in fact, I give a shout out to some of the other CTSO leaders that that wrote the bulk of the grant. Some of us proofread it. And so I want to give credit where credit is due um, that uh, I think Tracy Kern Tara Fastert and Deb Rumbo really put that together um, and and did a fantastic job. It is money that is uh, offered out there for CT, uh, CTSOs or organizations that are looking to continue to grow, maybe revitalize because of the the thing I just mentioned. You know, there's been a couple of down years a little bit. So we put together a program to get some leadership training to come in here to Harrisburg, um, get some gear and just a host of things that we want Some to do. nights. Yeah. Um, a couple of like professional dress seminars. Um, and also a way to promote um, past successes, right? There's going right. to be a really awesome 
think like sports all time greatest list like track records and sports, sports banners, banners. Oh, yeah. but for yeah. the CTSOs mm-hmm. which I think it'll be a great thing to see in that CTE hallway and really highlight the accomplishments of different CTSO programs throughout Harrisburg's history and marketing you know when we when we've gone in the past to um talk to freshmen and and show our show off our program you know we've got I think a poster that Mrs. D made we're going to make we're going to get these really cool posters that are pre-made very professionally done that we can take with us when we do um, some of these things. So let's jump back into that. So Evan and Isaac, like what made you take the leap? Why did you join DECA? Well, I've always been interested in business and I kind of knew DECA existed before, but my, my freshman year, I just didn't really, I wasn't sure if I wanted to join any like clubs like that, but my sophomore year, I was like, yeah, I do want to join some clubs. So I joined DECA. Yeah, I kind of had the same story. I joined my freshman year because uh, I wasn't sure of what I wanted to do, but I always knew that business um, was a large area of interest for me. My mom works in business, so I really just wanted to follow in her footsteps, and uh, that's why I joined DECA. What do you think the greatest learning outcome of working in the store has been? I think dealing with customer service has been the biggest thing because I already have had jobs where you have to deal with customers, but in the store, it's kind of like amplified, you know, because my job at the grocery store, the only customer service I have is when people ask me where something is. Um, but at the store, it's like every single customer you have to, you know, say, hi, what can I get for you? Stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, I basically have the same thing is it's just like building the skills in order to, um, you know, start the small conversations and to be able to um, get over like the initial shyness of like the customer interactions has like definitely helped me the most. So, Mrs. Deese shared some of her vision and goals for the future of DECA. Do either of you have goals that maybe five years from now after graduation, you'd like to come back and share your financial successes with us and maybe degree paths and programs? What would you want to see Harrisburg High School DECA look like in five years, 10 years? Well, I think these projects that Ms. D mentioned and the service projects was a really big thing that I think it would be really cool if we saw more things like that, like community impact. And also just competing at the state and national competitions, I think it would be great to see more membership in those things. Yeah, yeah, I think growth is the big one for me. Uh, I want to see DECA like expand its size and years, and I think that um, everything that we have going for us like right now is definitely going to help us grow so much so much in the future. It's, there's a solid foundation for Harrisburg High School DECA for sure. Um, thanks for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you yep. for having Thank us. You for having us. You can find out more about Harrisburg High School DECA by following the show notes underneath this podcast.